You have just been invaded by... Hey there guys, this is DJ Slope from Slope's Game Room and you're listening to Slope's Cast, the retro gaming news show recorded live on Twitch with my co-host Grizzly Cryden. If you like the podcast and you want to be in a chance to be on a future episode, then please do consider becoming a Patreon or YouTube member. And if you have any particular news stories that you would like us to cover in a future episode, then please do let us know in the dedicated rooms over on Discord. Plus, if you are listening to the podcast on any of the many podcast services around the world, then please do give us a little review. It really does help us spread our wings and get into the earlobes of plenty of other podcast goers. Anyway, enough of the plugs. Let's get on with the show. Hey there guys, welcome once again to Slopescast, November 22nd, 2002, and Grizzly, Grizzly's been doing his homework, getting us plenty of Sega topics, makes me very happy, although, should it really make me happy, it's not, not everything's good, not everything's <laughs> good, no, well, let, let, let's walk our way through, let's talk our way through them, not walk, let's talk our way through them, uh, Grizzly, take it away mate. First of all, we're going to talk about Sega good boy, Yuzo Koshiro, i.e. Mm. composer of classic jams such as Streets of Rage soundtrack, uh, as he begins work on a new story of four. Um, or Beyond Oasis for the Americans in the room. Um, mm-hmm. Then we're going to talk about Crystal Dynamics. Uh, a couple of podcasts ago, we talked about a survey uh, that they were performing, and they've actually had 100,000 responses, which uh, is, looks great for Legacy of Kane. Uh, creator of Miles Per Hour, Judy Tatoya reveals the origins of Tales in a Twitter thread. Uh, and then we talk about Sega Naughty Boy, Yuji Naka, <laughs> uh, who has been arrested for insider trading at Square Enix. Yeah, I think, uh, I'll uh, say right now, there, there's some good things to talk about Yuji Naka in this episode. And yeah, some not so good things. Uh, and this yeah. is one of the not so good things. Absolutely. Um, and then we're going to look at the new Sonic Prime trailer, uh, which nice. landed earlier this week. And then we're going to talk about Darkstalkers coming to the Sega Mega Drive. Love so, it. yeah, heavily Sega week this week. If it wasn't for Legacy of Kane ruining things, ah. it would have been a it would have been a six for six. But, you know, Legacy maybe maybe next week. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, like I say, we we, we Yuji Naka, not so good, but there is some good stuff to talk about him before we get to that topic. And uh, I personally haven't watched the Sonic Prime trailer in preparation for this because I have been uh, uh, working on that uh, upcoming Amico video, which has been absorbing all of my time. Um, so, yeah, that's uh, going to be looking forward to actually watching that live with all of you guys as and when. And apologies for saying 2002 at the beginning because we are actually in the year 2022. But yeah, that's just that's just me. I like to keep it retro, you know. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Two thousand and two is retro now, Grizzly. <laughs> mm. Wow, that's crazy when you think about it. I tell you what, I remember. Like, I'm going off topic already. We haven't even started. But I remember when I used to do the DJing in the clubs and stuff, and they brought in these new types of um, ID um, uh, uh, things for the bouncers to make you know to stop people coming in with fake IDs. And what they'd have to do is you'd have to put your passport, or not your passport, your um, your driving license, or whatever, under this little machine, and it would shut up on a big screen. And when, when the, these young girls were coming in, and it was like, so when was you born? Two thousand and one. I'm like. Oh god. god damn, I am so old. Like, you know, like they're just 18. They're just 18. 
and it's just you like, know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> That's so insane, so insane. Yeah, um, yeah. To people like them, the their pair, their first gaming experience would be on things like Dreamcast, PlayStation Two. That's right. Yeah. Mental. Oh, mental. Like, I was two generations in at that point. Yeah. Um, and also, I've just been reminded that uh, Soul Reaver came out for the Dreamcast. So we could call this a six for six week. But yes. it wasn't it wasn't originally, so you know, it's kind nah. of a stretch. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was a good version as well. It was. It's it the a it's the one true playable version, unless you got the Steam Deck, so <laughs> yes. Right. Okay, well let's let's go back a little bit further than the PlayStation 2 and Dreamcast era, back to the Mega Drive era. Are you a big fan of uh the story of four or beyond oasis for the americans in the room i have played it it's quite good um it's like the easily the best zelda like on the mega drive bearing in mind that there were probably only two of them so there weren't many (laughs) yeah there weren't many it's better than um uh uh, what was the the zelda like on the master system gold golden axe warrior yeah like golden uh, axe no i don't know golden axe warrior was good for what it was but it wasn't as good as Golden Axe, and it wasn't as good as Zelda. But it was still yeah. nice. It was nice for for Master System players. But yeah, I, I mean, I'm in the same boat as you. It didn't. It doesn't sound like it's a game you've played through Story of Four or mm. Beyond the Oasis. I, I haven't. I've played it enough to know of it. Um, and uh, but yeah, hey, uh, it, it, it's very well respected in the uh, in, in, for, for Sega fanboys. It very much is. Very much is. Yeah, um, and it's and it's user Kashiro. So you know, give him give him your money. Uh, because that's Absolutely. probably the best thing you can do with it. Um, so yeah, he, he revealed it on social media. He said that uh, projects related to Story of Four Mega Drive version are in progress, uh, which probably mm-hmm. means that we'll see a ROM release. Um, but it's all being developed by Ancient, which is Yuzo Koshiro's uh, development outfit. It is. Has, it is. Has, has been since, you know, Beyond Oasis. So... That's pretty cool. Uh, but he's also going to be soon taking questions from fans and the public in general um, about development, story, characters in the game world. And deadline for questions are November 27th, so make sure you get them in. I don't even know where you send the links, but I'm sure we can put a link into the description once we know. Um, so, yeah, do that thing and talk to Yuzo about Beyond Oasis. Yeah, no, it's, it's a good thing. It's nothing but a good thing because it, 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 he's he's put himself into this really good um, sort of category of playing uh, or making games for older systems, obviously like this, and obviously done the music for things like the Mega Drive and the Mega Drive Mini Two, and he's done stuff like that. But he's also done music and stuff for um, uh, a lot of new games as well, not just in the indie scene with things like. Would you class the takeover as uh, an indie game? Potentially. Um, yeah. I mean, it was a very small team. But then, yeah, obviously things like your Streets of Rage 4 and stuff like that as well. So um, I, I believe he done some like, Ollie King stuff back in the day as well. Oh, maybe I'm getting him mixed up actually with Hideki Naganuma. I think I am. Regardless, uh, yeah, it's good to see him uh, branch out and, and, and go back to his roots, but still do stuff for the new age as well. It's, it's literally exactly what I want to see from, a, from an old school developer. So... Great news, if you ask me. Mm. Mm. Your yes. mm makes me yes. think you agree. Mm, Bob, I would say no. It's, mm, it's, <laughs> it's it's all gr- it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> it is. It is. Yeah, I agree. You know, it's all so all good. Uh, Legacy of Kane. That done really well on my channel. You never know. You, I tell you what, you cannot predict how well a complete history is going to do. I always thought, you know, Legacy of Kane would do okay. It would do all right. Yeah, but complete histories like Tekken would just blow it out of the water. Turns out, 
it was the complete opposite way around. Tekken took a really long time to to, to build up, but Legacy of Kane straight out of the gate. Man, people want a new game in the Legacy of Kane series. People love Legacy of Kane, which I know isn't a surprise, but for me, compared to some bigger properties like, like I say, Tekken and stuff, like it just shows you how popular uh, the, the, the series is. You know, Legacy of Kane, Blood Omen. Um, but yeah, there, there was a um, a, a, a poll for people uh, out there and, and, and asking for people, do, do we want to see more? And over a hundred thousand people replied to that, which is not a small number. And uh, no, definitely not. Mm, Crystal Dynamics says it hears fans. It hears fans loud and clear. Which to me means that we are getting a reboot and then potentially a sequel. No, no, that's that's just me hoping. Um, so I'd be all right. I'd be all right. This is this is a you know like we're getting all these reboots from like one generation ago. You know, like Death Stranding that's just come yeah. out again and stuff. Well, not just, but yeah, um, uh, Last of Us, which has been now remastered. This will be the second time it's been redone, remastered and remade. Um, I, I'd much rather them go back to this era or beyond, or, or even earlier. You know, for the PlayStation One era. That's what I want to see. I'd much prefer that. Yeah, so Soul Reaver is particularly infuriating because, um, like, if you go onto the PC version, it's unplayable with any like sort of modern controller, like out of the box. You have to jump through so many hoops to get it oh, to answer. work. Answer. That's why that's why the Steam Deck version is like the best version you can get because it's like scaling resolution and everything. But even then, not perfect, right? I would love just to be able to play that original version again and. I don't think it's out of their power to make that happen. The only thing that would, you know, that would stop it is like one of the voice actors passed away, um, legendary uh, voice of the uh, the the underworld um, had passed away, and uh, there's I'd imagine there's like licensing issues. I mean, you got that song from uh, that band um, who did. Oh God, yeah, o yeah, yeah. Ozar, I've, I've done yeah, I, I forgot yeah. about that. I've done the video as well. Like I should know. But yeah, yeah. And now you're saying it, it's coming back to me with the research I did for that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there's there's a few cogs. There's a few things in the way. But Embracer Group, the guys who bought Square Enix, uh, the, the uh, Western properties mm. of Square Enix, they must be waiting. They must be looking for opportunities to like reestablish this IP. I mean, they're all about that retro stuff. So I, I think this is a shoe-in. It should be. An absolute mm. shoe-in. Oh, and some, yeah. Yeah. I would I would love for them to take Soul Reaver 1 and 2, recompile them into the one game that they were supposed to be, and remake it. Mm -hmm. I'd be all over it. And if they provided me uh, an original-like version of both of those games as well to, to play alongside, I'd be all for it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, you know, the, the way you control uh, characters in games nowadays, it has got better. Uh, and it's only when you go back to these games, you realize, oh, well, actually, it's a little bit clunky and stuff. So it's fine to add some new new age adjustments to these to these classic games. Uh, this would be perfect for that. Mm. Um, yeah. So I, I would be all over a, a remake of that original uh, Soul Reaver game and, and Blood Omen. Let's go further. Um, Hell, just just give it to Night Dive Studios and get them to do what they did with Shadow Man. That yeah, game is that was exactly where exactly what I was thinking. Exactly what I was yeah. thinking. But I get I, I would actually be up for a complete remake um as well. I would be up for a proper, proper remake uh of this series. I think it'd be good. Um it's one of those things, it's like it's very it's very good, easy for me just to say, like, oh, I wish they would do a new crazy taxi, or I wish they would, you know, like games which would be a bit like, mm, but would it actually sell well in this day and age? Uh, I, I really don't see any negative to this. Like, I think this would do so well, 
so so well the story is fantastic uh oh, the story is out of this world good um the game game gameplay mechanics work with that new sort of open worldy so well, not new but like the newer age you know ubisoft model uh works that, that you can you can just see this working in this day and age so perfectly well um, oh yeah so so well uh and hey it's, it's almost surprising to me that they haven't done it already yeah and they, they've they've tried to make sequels to um they've tried to make sequels to soul reaver as as you mentioned in yeah your, they, they, in they have video. messed it up a few times they have messed it up yeah 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 but, but that's because they're trying to change the formula up it's just a really good adventure type game it needs to happen mm, you right happen. yeah mm, absolutely agreed. uh we're getting through them i'll tell you what we are getting through them let's uh let's move on to a bit of tales this is why we talk yeah. nicely about yuji naka <laughs> because the thing is, is it's got to a point in 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 the podcast where we talk a lot about um uh yuji naka in a negative light we really do and it's because he, he almost over he, he bigs up himself a, a bit too much I'm the creator of Sonic, blah, blah, blah. And to be fair, like, come on. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's a worthy thing to be excited about. But yeah, it, it's almost a bit too much. He uses it too much. I remember what was the game that he wanted to uh, take down for the Dreamcast, and he did it straight away. There was that, that was shmup type game. Um, oh, yeah. We talked about that a while back. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's because it's, it's hardcore ego. So it's a bit... But then every so often you hear something like this. So um, what's her name? What's her name? Uh, I'm, I'm going to say it completely wrong uh what's what's her name uh judy tatoya that person uh speaks very highly of him speaks very highly of him saying that it was actually yuji naka's idea to make a character that was almost like a beginner's mode version uh of sonic the hedgehog and one that he could use to play with his sister and that really resonates with me because i used to play sonic the hedgehog 2 with my sisters uh and they would be tails constantly trying to catch up with me you know and um i've got some great memories like hardcore awesome memories uh, Sorry, uh, I, I got to uh, correct. I got. I got to recorrect myself. It's Judy Toyota, um, the designer of Tales, and that's yeah, her like Western name. It's Yasushi Yamaguchi. Right. Okay. <laughs> that person again. Yeah. I, I I don't do the um, the Japanese uh, name thing. I always get it wrong in my video. So I, what I always have to do, I have to go over to Google or, or find an interview, hear how they say it, and then say it very quickly before I forget how to say it correctly. I, I'm just so bad with that. But anyway, um, yeah, so 30th anniversary of Sonic 2. Time to feel old again. Um, and uh, yeah, reminiscing back. It's, it's nothing yeah. So this this like Twitter thread, uh, it's a, if you bring that up on the uh, thing, mm. um, it's all in Japanese, but you can get, of course, the translation. And there's there's so many great little snippets of this. Like just mm. the the concept of Tails, like how she how she came about designing it. Um designing miles prower like the whole miles prower name was designed from the start it wasn't some sort of like western meddling or anything to try and change the name they <laughs> they just generally loved the pun um and they they looked at like what went into creating uh tales and a bit further down there's like a picture of meow from fantasy star and you could you can see tales in that design um i think it's uh, one of the comments like on the thread yeah, uh, but yeah there's there's a great photo in black and white of um of of uh like meow from fantasy star and if you get if you're listening at home please do look it up you'll see tails pretty much but like originally tails was only supposed to have one one tail um but then they decided to make it two to to 
to be like uh, Meow from Fantasy Star. Uh, the the relationship with Sonic was supposed to be kind of like Piccolo from Dragon Ball and Son Gohan and his childhood during the game production. Uh, it's so like uh, Dragon Ball Z fans would get a kick out of that hearing that, which we all know has heavily influenced the Sonic franchise over the years. Um, it's just uh, it's just great to see like confirmations of everything that's uh, every yeah. everything that's been theorized over the years. There it is. There it is. Yeah, there's uh, Meow from Fantasy Star, which is basically Tails as a cat. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, and uh, there was also, again, I'm not going to try and pronounce this. I'm not the biggest Studio Ghibli fan. Sorry to everyone out there. Um, but uh, Katsuni, Kitsuni, um, a heavy inspiration, according to, you know, that was Yuji Naka's uh, input uh, to yeah. make a character like um, Kitsuni. And uh, yeah, there it is. I, I can kind of see that. They're both weird cat fox things uh so yeah make yeah. me one of them he probably said and they were like all right i'll give it a go all right sure. all right me old mocker yeah <laughs> yeah I'll, I'll get all right on that knack of me old son <laughs> <laughs> that's, yeah, that's exactly how it went there's you know no that's, so that's, that's that's a re that's a recreation happening right there you can you can hear it it is judy totoya i don't know where judy toyota came from i think maybe that was uh sega bits uh just doing a bit of silly uh <laughs> you know it happens mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but yeah, yeah. i love it I, I love seeing origin stories of like classic characters like this and especially Tales when it's like one. yeah especially when it's like you know the classic sonic games it's insane to think that there's still some kind of little development, uh, uh, nitty gritty stories, you know, about the, about its its making and stuff like that. That there's still to be revealed. Yeah, uh, years later, it's nuts. And it's great that they're still looking back on it so fondly. You can <clears> think <throat> of it as just a job for most people, but so in this should. in this case, um, they they generally still have a lot of love for the franchise. So yeah. all good. Although I, I will I will say that I've never noticed that. Tails doesn't have any lips, so his lips are like white fur. It's That's covered in fur. Fun. Yeah, but like, imagine if your lips were fur. That'd be all right. Uh, uh, yesterday, I was like that. <laughs> That's why I shaved. <laughs> right, okay, moving on from <laughs> weird. Oh, yeah, yeah, I had the color wheel set up because they, they talked about how um, uh, Yuji Naka wanted to make sure that um, uh, uh, Tails was the, the, the color contrast different to yeah. Sonic. Hence why I've got the color code up. It's what I do a lot of the time when I'm um, creating thumbnails. You want to make your your background uh, a different color to the, to the writing or whatever the you know the logo may be for that particular thumbnail. So when I've done something that's blue, I'll try and do something that's orange, and that's exactly what they did with Sega with Sonic and Tails. Um, I want them to, to to be far apart from each other, and then they just went bonkers with it. You got green vector the crocodile and red uh, knuckles and. Uh, it, it went everywhere. Uh, yellow. Uh, what, what was what was what was the yellow one? The one that was in Sonic Mania. Ray. Ray the. Yeah. Uh, Ray the flying squirrel, and then you had flying squirrel. the armadillo. I I used to be able to name them all. I really did. I think I, I think, still do that, but yeah, I wouldn't be proud of it. I I think I sort of lost it when it got to Cream the Rabbit. Yeah, which sounds more which like is still such a ridiculous yeah. thing to say. <laughs> any fans cream. of the uk resistant page know ex knows exactly what i mean by the cream the rabbit sounds more like an instruction than a character name um but, but I mean, anyway no, I, we won't I, go into I mean, detail on that one we got shadow the hedgehog espio the charmeleon uh vector crocodile obviously charmy b 
uh oh my rogue the is it rogue or rogue the bat i always because i see, keep thinking of that tyson hess comic the one <laughs> bat face the rogue the rouge oh. it's, no, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's, got... it's 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 it no bat face the rogue it's it's uh rouge the bat yeah yeah but bat face um, the rogue uh oh am i missing um mighty the armadillo i always forget the fox from the fighters one what was that who was that oh the fox was um, it a fox or that wolf thing? It, are you thinking Fang the, the Weasel? Gun. Fang uh, the Weasel, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, obviously, you had Manic the Hedgehog, I assume. Obviously, Amy as well. Uh, you had Bean and Bark and what have oh, you. Bean and Bark, yeah. Forgot about yeah. them, yeah. Yeah, and then you've got, um, yeah, that's Sonic the Fighters. And then you've got all of those weird characters from, uh, from you had the like you had the bomb and heavy from knuckles chaotix and all of that as well. yeah that, that was the one i was trying to remember because I, I was thinking i'm trying to think through all of the knuckles chaotix and i thought i got them all but yeah bomb and heavy as well yeah so so yeah knuckles chaotix you had vector um charming the bee um, SBO. yeah sbo the chameleon and mighty the armadillo uh my uh heavy and bomb which and were basically knuckles, the, yeah. the booby prize ones yeah uh yeah so I'm trying to think back through the originals. I think we've covered them all, all of the main original ones from the 16 and 20 and 8 bit era. Yeah, and a few of those just get, keep getting ignored. So <laughs> I think that's all of them. Insane, insane. Why hasn't Vector ever had his own game? That's what I want to know. He's been in Sonic Heroes. He's had his chance. That was such a ridiculous one. So yeah, now we'll get the B to carry the crocodile. <laughs> it's like, okay, right. Next game, please. <laughs> Yuji uh, Naka was not a part of Sonic Heroes. Um, he yeah. wasn't, and he's no longer a part of Square Enix or uh, or was... Sega. <laughs> oh, nice or, segue. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> or uh, society because he's been arrested. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna let you talk you through this one because um... yeah, this is a doozy. Um, so I'm starting to think that this paints a bit more of a realistic picture as to why Yuji Naka was actually fired. I get that impression that the, the whole thing about Balan Wonderworld was really just like to cover this. Felon. Do you get that, do you get that impression? Yeah. Yep. Felon Wonderworld. So the whole the whole thing that stems from Dragon Quest, which as we know, prints money in Japan specifically. Um like when a new Dragon Quest game launches, uh people take like holidays, um, productivity like goes right down the drain, uh, at least for a week after it launches. And that's actually a phenomenon. Look it up. It's it's well worth a read. It's fascinating. It is, it's it's utter utter bonkers. It's G the kind GTA of thing has like, nothing on there. <laughs> yeah. It's the kind of thing where you know, like when Call of Duty Modern Warfare two, everyone took time off and you know, I, I imagine Pokemon I imagine a launch. new GTA, like I mean GTA five and gta 6 would probably be the closest thing um it. yeah and pokemon go that was you remember that everyone yeah, talked about yeah. Pokemon go for like very very quickly um basically that for dragon quest every time a new one lands so the whole idea is a development studio called aiming uh was do was uh going to start developing a new dragon quest game called tact which is probably short for dragon quest tactics um and then the whole thing is is that certain members of square enix and that includes taisuke sasaki um who is one of the higher ups over there as well as yuji naka and a few other members of staff um they all caught wind that this was going to happen so immediately they bought shares in um in aiming 
because they knew what was about to drop. They knew it was going to be big news. And suddenly this this small development studio was going to be catapulted into the stratosphere. They must have spent about uh, 10, they bought 10,000 shares, NACA did specifically, which works out to about $20,000. Um, and then there was like, uh, then the, the profits, of course, would be absolutely astronomical as a result. But this is what they call insider trading. It's where you have access to knowledge that is privileged um which essentially means that you're cheating the game essentially where you, you you're essentially getting a leg up over the trading market and using what you know as a means to profit which is against the law um especially in japan and just to point out uh, japan supposedly has a 98 percent conviction rate for inside insider trading which can lead up to a, a, a sentence of five years of penal servitude essentially like community service uh and or a five million yen fine which works out to about thirty five thousand uh, dollars at that point yuji naka could have profited off that and you know made more than his money back so i don't think he's going to really see much in the way of jail time or anything like that especially if he could just pay a fine but it's still a very serious serious crime in in mm -hmm. japan because it's all based on the honor system in a way with business and you never take take <clears throat> more than take more than you're owed from a business and that's why i think this is the real reason he got fired from square enix less so for balan wonderworld bear in mind that he lost his job working on balan wonderworld months before the game actually came out so he did i think i think it's more so to cover that up as opposed to the thing uh, so yuji naka hasn't been doing very well recently yeah that's <laughs> no I, good uh, that's that <laughs> is no good um that's no good um i did like it ultimate joshi washington says i legit thought they arrested him just for balan wonderworld <laughs> no, the game wasn't that bad that they arrested him <laughs> yeah <laughs> so, you, what did you get out on ign i got arrested out of 10 <laughs> <laughs> To be um, fair, after Ball and Wonder World, you know, that's probably the <laughs> legit response, you know. <laughs> I tell you what, I, I need to get the game. Like, I that's gonna be a game that keeps its value. It's only gonna the value's only gonna go up. I know it was like a dirt cheap game when it first came out because, you know, it, it was terrible. But like it's gonna go up in value because it's it it's it's got that like sort of ET it's it's building up like an ET legacy and yeah. more things like this to keep popping up. It's just it's nuts. I've got a seal gonna be one right of those over there. Have you actually? What, <laughs> yeah. what for what system? Uh, PS4, but it's I, right. I, I kind of bought it because I, hey, it was it was the Sonic Creator, but I have absolutely no intention of ever opening it. <laughs> I might buy it for the Switch just so I can add it to the collection. You know, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it, it's gonna keep it's gonna go up. It's gonna be the new um, uh, you know, like I say, ET carts in the desert, like overused story, overtold story. But like uh, we're seeing it unravel piece by yeah. piece live right now what you want is the uh it's a copy of the ball and wonder world novel that was released um because that is quite rare <laughs> right okay um, but that tells the story of the whole thing and apparently it's actually really uh they, they had a lot of ambition for it <laughs> well they did they were talking about like movies and everything for it weren't they oh yeah it was supposed to be this no, whole not sorry, movie. yeah like that yeah like um tv show and stuff sorry and like an animated show or some 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 degree i believe that's what they were talking about yeah so it's called ball and wonder world maestro of mystery 
Um, I'm just seeing because it appears to be a it's, Amazon. Oh, man, I, I need to play it because I just remember it being so confusing. Like the gameplay itself was was overly too basic and a bit uh, a bit naff. And then everyone has a dance number at the end. It's just like this is so weird. And the animation on the um on those cutscenes was stunning. And it's just like because they were so good and the gameplay was so below mediocre. And then mixed with like everyone just starts dancing at the end and like what is going on? And then obviously yeah. it, was, it was like partially broken as well when you see like the T pose just pop up every so often and all this random stuff. It's just like like it it, it, it was so far into the world of uh, into the wonder world of of, of obscurity. It, it, it makes it like a cult classic. Almost. Absolutely, yeah. It's, it's, it's Troll Two of video games. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. They're reading him, and they're now next. They're going to read me. Oh my <laughs> god! <laughs> That's what this is. That's what this is. Um, yeah. Look at his smug face. I, he, he could pull that. He could play that. He could play that. He, role. He's he's a man. He's done an insider trading. He looks he's a bit like the troll too, yeah. like that kid that shouts like an older version of him. Yeah. <laughs> it's the face of someone who turns around and goes, "Yes, I am very difficult to work with." Famously <laughs> yes. so. <laughs> yeah, uh, he did, he did. oh man, he's he's he's. I think he's the very definition of uh, someone where you, you you just don't want to meet your hero. Yeah, because as much it, as I love Sonic the Hedgehog, like, and you know, I owe a lot of my childhood to this and guy. Ivy the Kiwi. Everyone always forgets Ivy the Kiwi. Why do people forget Ivy the Kiwi? I don't understand. <laughs> oh, it, I know. But... <laughs> it's because it was okay and nothing else. It was like one cool little idea. Oh, that's cool. Now do it a thousand times. Oh wow, okay. Um, it's and like, it's, it's also like, coming out for the Wii as well. Oh my god, really? It's like that, that whole thing with Rodeo the Sky Soldier, where like the game just couldn't be released for several reasons, and then they had to re-release the Wii version with the Wii U game, and both of which were two completely different games. <laughs> it's just like, why does it keep happening to Yuji Naka? And then you see yeah. stuff like this, and you go, oh. <laughs> Yeah, he he made that game called um uh let's catch I think it was let's let's tap he done let's tap but he also done a we wear like download game called let's catch I think it was and it's literally just throwing a ball at each other yeah yeah it's it's it's, it's like you know you, 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 your dad takes you out to the yard if you're like an, an American and you want to go play some ball want to go throw the old pig skin around see I, I, see I've been to America see I know. And um, that's literally what the game is. You just throw and catching a ball. Um, it's like, I, I, it's, it's bonkers. But yeah, he done Let's Tap, where you basically just put your controller onto a um, onto essentially a cereal box. And then, I don't know if anyone can hear that. But yeah, you just tap away. And then like, jump. Yeah. Jump. And it was like that. I remember I I, I actually had like, um, uh, I had a load of guys around and we had like, we got pissed up and I, Saved a load of cereal boxes. We played that like well back in the day when it first came out on my legit copy of that game. Um, and uh, yeah, 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 that was uh... a <laughs> it was most definitely a thing, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, yeah. you know what? I think we need to look, I, I think a video needs to be made looking back at the weird world of Yuji Naka, the rise and fall of Yuji Naka. Man, the video is right in itself, let me tell you, uh, yeah, yeah, completely. My god, yeah, I think we've talked about this in the past, it needs to oh, happen. Yeah. I think it needs to happen. But yeah, there he is. Hi, I'm Eugene Hacker. You're not going to enjoy working for me. Um, <laughs> I'm a director uh, now. 
don't you know? <laughs> it's like there is only one. It's, it's crazy because people put him against like like up there with like Shigeru Miyamoto, and potentially there was at one point a bit of truth to that because at the end of the day, you know, you, you, you go back to like Sonic One and Two, like wow, like he was like that powerful back then. Um, obviously forgetting Knights as well, but um, there is only one Yuji Naka as well. There is yeah. only one Yuji Naka. And uh, I, I kind of wouldn't have it any other way, you know? And he's kind of now... I'm not sure he was. <laughs> <laughs> this whole thing is just so ridiculous. Anyway, right, let's move on. Let's move on. Right, um, I, I, I don't want to move on because I just love his face so much. But anyway, we're moving on. We're moving on. Uh, to some good Sonic news. Well, hopefully, Sonic Prime. Yeah. Are you looking so forward to this? I am. Yeah, that's kind of why I put it on here, to be fair. Because, like... Yeah. I know we we talked about this recently, but it was like just a teaser trailer. I'm surprised they released this trailer so soon after it, but it it kind of looks a bit good. And I'm saying that as a 35 year old Sonic fan, you know, yeah. it, it the one thing that I, I've always disliked about Sonic, you know, movies, games, or anything like that. And don't get me wrong, they're getting better. Um, <coughs> is that they don't rely on the classic like look the feel the format um and they're kind of doing that with this you know you've well, got they, like, they are going back to the original format you're saying yeah so you can you can see like you know the, the classic worlds and and what have you but they're, they're still putting in like new character uh, you know like new characterizations for the characters you know mm -hmm. for some reason there's like rouge the bat is part of the main crew now and what have you but you know it's all it's all good you can see why they would do something like that it's an ex extra part of the demographic <clears throat> yeah but but uh it looks like authentically like sega sonic so have you seen this trailer i have yeah so right okay so i haven't uh well, i watched away. i watched all of five seconds of it when i mm. got the screen up and whatever so let's watch live together this is something that's probably gonna have to be cut out of the slopes cast if you're watching live um because hey it's gonna get flagged it always does uh but yeah let's uh check out sonic prime if you're watching live you're probably going to be the only people that actually do see the reaction live let's do this uh, and i'll i'll pause if i have to make a vote eh? so i'll say I, i'm loving the animation i yeah. think the animation's really nice thank god he's not covered in bandages anymore i'm loving how comedic it is like it is it's not taking it too seriously you know what i mean yeah yeah I love seeing all of the like the classic badniks being shown and everything yeah. like that. All for this. This is so far really good. Really good. Um, uh, what's that? Uh, oh, okay, I'll read the comments afterwards. I'm getting serious Spideyverse. Oh, my God, Majorly. <laughs> Who was that on the big stilts thing? Not sure. That's not that thing from Sonic, that character from Sonic Prime, is it? The um... No, I don't think so. I think it might have been Amy, actually. Let's go back to it. Yeah, yeah that's Amy. Amy, yeah. Yeah, they're like showing different versions of the Sonic characters over like in different like dimensions and what have you. Oh my god, Knuckles voice. <laughs> no, big the cat's there. Yeah. 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 The OG. The uh the most important character in Sonic Frontiers. Terrible, terrible name for a show. Sonic Prime. Yes, yeah, it sounds like it's like a, an Amazon a, a special sale from Amazon, yeah. Yeah. Terrible name. But a very well put together trailer. Um, as I'm guessing, I was just trying to get back to here we go. You can see uh, uh, Big the Cat in the background there. I mean, hey, yeah. it, it, it looks a bit, I, I was going to say, it started off a lot more carefree. Um, and I hope they do go back to that classic 
you know, carefree world of, of Sonic, you know, Green Hill's own looking side of things. Um, a, a, a bit more than just the beginning of the first episode. Um, so I don't want it to all be some dark utopian uh, uh, world. But, you know, from what I see, I think it looks quite good. Let's have a look in the chat. Um, sounds, it sound, makes it sound like prime time to me, says Andy Norton. Yeah. Uh, if I still had Netflix, I would watch this, says Sir Boring Old Fart. The thing is, the worrying thing is, Netflix do love to, to, to start video game developed TV shows and then quickly cancel video game related TV shows. Hopefully this is one they stick around with. Although saying that, I think they're free um, series into Cuphead. Um, mm. That's done all right for them. Are they series or are they just like parts of a series? I, I, I don't even know what they're doing with Cuphead really. I haven't watched much of it, uh, but what I have seen, I like it. Um, mm. Yeah. Uh, Cuphead was something my, my son picked up and then very quickly put down when he realized it wasn't a cute, fun game to play. It was a very hard game to play. Um, uh, yeah, well, I feel like he, he's a lot more into Sonic. Uh, well, I'm not letting him play on my Sonic anymore because he deleted my save. It was my fault. It wasn't his. Um, uh, the music is uh, is knockoff Doctor Who, but jazzed up, says Iquel. Is it? I, I couldn't. I don't know anything about Doctor Who. Sorry to upset people in here. Uh, Netflix's Castlevania was good. Yes, you are not wrong, uh, Blue Lou. I know when the um, uh, uh, I wasn't Vampire Kiss, whatever the main uh, Castlevania music when that, when that drops in that show during the battles, it's 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 like goosebump inducing. It's so good. Um, not really a third season, more like a third batch of episode from those who worked on those episodes. Oh, okay. F regarding Cuphead, fair enough. Um, Vampire Killer, that's right ghost hand and thank you first time chatter um so yeah i mean overall i think people seem to be quite liking the look of sonic prime in our chat i'm liking the look of it oh, uh, by love... this point go on you, you sorry go ahead yeah i was just saying i, I love the look of it I, I i'll be looking forward to watching that and uh pretending it's because i uh, need to watch some cartoons with my daughter uh you know she's yeah. too young to really appreciate it so i gotta i gotta vet it and make sure it's okay you know yeah see i i i have actually got that excuse my kids are at the age to watch it. <laughs> yeah <laughs> um have we got a date for it uh december 15th so not long mm. not long less than a month less than a month mm -mm -mm. not bad at all um just looking uh so yeah that's yeah only a few weeks away not bad not bad exciting times um i don't think there's much else to say about it no, um no. something to look forward to though yeah very uh, major major uh enter the spider-verse but sonic the hedgehog edition vibes i'm getting from it but that's not a bad thing i absolutely love that spider-man movie oh really and the storyline of that yeah it's cool i'm all for it all for it ah gosh dang this new sonic cartoon looks crazy says tommy uh Dianof's archives i think it was uh yeah there we go start with cbb's grizzly and milkshake first mate i i took so long so we're getting off topic again. I, I, I managed to keep CBBs away from my kids for the longest time because I freaking hate. And I know he's, I know he's a lord, an official lord. <laughs> um, that that Mr. Bumbles, I think it is. Mr. Tumbles, whatever his name is. I, it winds oh, yeah. me right up. Uh, yeah, oh. unfortunately, I've, I've already got a lot of his songs in my head uh, from like the morning wake-up rituals that we do with, right. uh, do with Izzy. So, yeah. I hate him. Punch that Mr. Tumbles in the head. Right. <laughs> hello, hello. Don't stop. <laughs> stop. Right. Moving on to our final topic of the week. 
Homebrew devs bringing Dark Stalkers to the Sega Genesis slash Mega Drive. And it looks really nice. It looks nicely done. They've done a good job. Good, good job. Uh, this is one that you brought to the uh, table here, uh, Grizzly. Oh, thank you very much for following there. Um, yeah, it's one you brought to the table, wasn't it, this? Yeah, so uh, Dark Stalkers, the, you know, probably less popular version of Street Fighter, but still quite popular uh, yeah, with all fans. of those horror characters. Does uh, It's a great game. Definitely uh, give it a chance uh, if you get a chance to play it. Um, but yeah, somebody's, like taking, somebody's taking the, Sega, uh, the arcade game and essentially porting it down to the Sega Mega Drive, and it's looking really good. Um, <laughs> it looks really, really good. Unfortunately, it's just screenshots at the stage, but it, it looks stunning. You know, if if that genuinely is Mega Drive hardware powering that, this would be one to watch. I'm interested to see the animation because it is really that's really what it's going to come down to. The animation on the Dark Stalkers games. I mean, I'm not a big 2D fighting game uh, uh, fan. You know, the Street Fighters, all that sort of stuff. I'm I'm just not good at them, so I tend not to play them that much. And then obviously that means I get worse at them because I never play them. But um, always blown away by how beautiful the uh, uh the the animation are on these sort of games especially dark stalkers so that really will be interesting to see how that um uh translates over uh onto the mega drive um it, it looks stunning those uh, oh, the yeah. pictures I really mean, big it, sprites really I mean, nice this is where they turn around and say right what you're actually looking at isn't the screenshot that's the game in in motion and they realize it's that's the frame rate or something like that because i don't yeah, know how yeah, this yeah. is actually going to work <laughs> you know there's some mm. like some witchcraft going on if that genuinely is like going to play and look as good as that on a uh, on a mega drive because i don't know if anybody's played like the mortal kombat series or the street fighter uh, the latest street fighter games on the super nintendo those mm -hmm. games are not the arcade release you know they 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 they're very ropey uh, and that's because there's a lot of like smoke and mirrors tricks designed to make them work but for only just and yeah. dark stalkers on the mega drive i i i fail to believe that this could be real Especially when you see stuff like Mortal Kombat Three on mm -hmm. on the Mega Drive, because that's that's when the games were pushing the consoles to the limits. Yeah, yeah. so it's just yeah, I'd be interested to see whether this becomes a thing, an actual thing. Um, I mean, Paprium looks good, but not this good, right? Well, yeah, but Paprium, I mean, is technically got more to it uh as in like the amount of like, levels and stuff like that so i mean if if all of the attention is just focused on those sprites then i suppose they could pump a bit more power into just those and therefore it could work but it's still i mean it's got all the, 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 that that you know it's got the, the uh the exclusive chipsets and whatever for Patreon. yeah um so i mean i can't imagine they're going to go that far with this i mean they might that would be insane if they did yeah yeah, you, it, it, the game might be playable, but this is the only frame that you you get to see of these characters, <laughs> and they just bounce around the screen. Yeah, yeah, I could see that being a thing. <laughs> I mean, it is it, it is absolutely stunning. Um, and uh, you know, so I'm really getting nitty, nitty, uh, nitty gritty here. Uh, this character on the left, I don't know who it is because I don't play these games. Uh, but you can actually see sort of sparks that have come off him. So I'm guessing there is genuinely going to be some good animation uh added to this particular character for those to actually look half decent um yeah some good frames of animation uh and it, it'd just be it'll be exciting to see if the mega drive can pull that off it'll be really quite something um gotta keep your expectations in check though yeah totally 
Absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, guys, we have reached the end of our podcast. Oh, yes. It's the end. It's the end. But we can't end without seeing Yuji Naka's lovable, punchable face. Just <laughs> one more time. <laughs> and that's it, guys. If you are listening to this podcast and any of the many podcast services around the world, maybe you're watching and listening on Google Podcast or Spotify or any of those awesome places, perhaps you need to be coming and watching us record these bad boys live on YouTube and on Twitch, which is what we do every single Tuesday night. Uh, and we'll be doing it next Tuesday. And next Tuesday will be exciting because then it will only be dun 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 one, two, three, four, five days before my birthday. Mm. I mean, try not to get too excited, Grizzly, when I say that. I think that was the most mm, I've ever heard <laughs> from you. The most just I don't care <laughs> tone <laughs> to have ever come out. I'll, you... what, I'll come clean. Uh, I got a email in that from work, and I was just like, uh, "I am kind of live right now." And I, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. yes, please do repeat. <laughs> it's my birthday five days after next week's podcast. But it doesn't matter. You get back to your you get back to your work emails, and we're <laughs> going to end the uh, podcast right here. You see, this is what we do. We do it for the love, guys. We do it for the love. Yeah. I've been researching videos all day long, but I've stopped because I just want to chill out and, and, and talk to all of you people. And Grizzly, I mean, he's still working. He's still yes. checking his email. <laughs> <laughs> right, guys, we're going to end it there, but much show love to all of you. Thank you so much for hanging out with us, and we will see you all next week. Bye. -bye. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Slope's Cast, the retro gaming news show with myself, DJ Slope, and my co-host, Grizzly Cryden, recorded live on Twitch every single Tuesday night. If you want to listen in live, then make your way over to twitch.tv forward slash Slope's Game Room at 9pm UK time, 1pm Pacific Standard Time, and 4pm Eastern Standard Time. And as stated, if you want to be in a chance to be on a future episode, then please do consider supporting the show on Patreon or as a YouTube member. And finally, if you do have any news stories for us, then please do feel free to drop them in the dedicated rooms over on Discord at discord.gg forward slash Slopes Game Room. And until next time, guys, this is DJ Slope signing out, and hopefully I'll see you all next time.